KLVZ and KLVZ HD Brighton, KLVZ FM on 94.3 and 95.3 and streaming at legends953.com. Welcome to the Garden Wise Show with Colorado's most knowledgeable and entertaining garden experts, the Garden Wise Guys, Keith Funk and Jim Borland. Get ready for gardening tips that you can use right now. New plants, hot products, and the latest from horticultural science. The lines are open, so call into the Legend Studio now. 303-477-2473. 303-477-2473. On the air since 1994, the Garden Wise Guys have the answers to your questions about gardening in the high-altitude desert of the Colorado Front Range. And now, here are your hosts, the Garden Wise Guys. <clears throat> All right, we are back. We're taking uh, your calls about gardening at the following number, 303-477-2473. And uh, we, have, we have room on our board here to take more callers. We do. But in the meantime, let's go back out and talk with Linda. Okay, Linda. So we've been chatting over the break about your issue, and we have a couple questions for you. Um, is, have you changed the soil at all in the past year or two i did just this last year because um my daughter had read that um they could they do better in poorer soil so i tried that this year last what kind year, of i've always used some pretty good what kind soil. of what kind of poor soil did you use i kind of just used the soil that i had from last year it they're in they're in big big pots and how many plants are in that pot um i about three to four. I start them early inside uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, then plant them out usually around May. And are you feeding them anything? Not this year. Not on, because I thought I'd try that with the poor soil. Okay. But in previous years, you had better soil and you were feeding them and they bloomed? Yeah. I think I'd go Last back to year, that. I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get too many. A couple years before that, I did, and I was using the same soil. But it was newer. The soil was fresher. Uh, I mean, it I, was like the first time you used it. This year is the first time I used a poorer soil. Right. But, the, the okay, let's go back to the year that it did well and you got lots of flowers. What kind of soil did you use then and what kind of fertilizer? Um, I just used the miracle Grow uh, for potted plants. Uh-huh. It feeds like up to three months or so. Okay. So did, you didn't fertilize them at all? No. Okay. Um, and so, and so, we're still using that same soil from the first year you used you, the first year you planted with the Miracle Grow. We're still <coughs> using that same soil in those pots. Um, I would use fresh soil every year, but last year I didn't get hardly any blooms, and that's why we kind of okay. looked it up and it said to use poorer soil. So I just reused <coughs> last year's soil this year. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And and it, and last year's soil was Miracle Grow soil as well. Yes. Okay, that's the first thing I'm going to recommend you change. Okay. And I'd go to a, um, a actually a better quality soil. It's and I, it would be uh, either the Fertilome Ultimate Potting Soil uh, is one of the better ones. Um, uh, Eco Eko has a really good potting soil. Okay. Uh, I find Miracle Grow is to be, is is a little dense, and it's not it doesn't have a lot of 
aeration to it. Yeah, that's my impression too. And it stays; <clears throat> it just stays wet too. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, especially when you're dealing with a large pot, which it sounds like you are. So I would switch it out to a better quality potting soil, and then um, and then fertilize because it's been my experience growing. Um, what are we talking about? Morning glories. Morning glories. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim, you have, I mean, yeah. you grow them all the time. Um, they're water hogs and yeah. they're very hungry plants. Yes. Really? Okay. Well, I guess I got some bad information for you this can't year, always, but last year I got yeah, no blooms, so I thought I'd try it. You can't always believe what you read on the internet. Because right. it, be, it might be advice from, you know, New York State or... Oregon or something like that, and, and, you know, conditions are different there. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'll try that next year. Okay. Thanks for Thanks. calling. Bye. I grow great morning glories in my vegetable garden. Yeah? I don't know how they got there. Probably through the compost. <clears throat> birds. seeds. Birds. Yeah, birds. You have to blame birds for everything. <clears throat> I think they get to blame birds for the Middle East conflict, too. There we go. Yeah. Why not? Uh, but yeah, they grow they grow well there, and you've got, like yeah. you said, a very rich yeah, vegetable very, garden. Very soil. rich. And by the way, I don't want them there. You don't want them there. <laughs> so that makes them grow even better. I'll tell you where they grow, where they are, where people really don't want them, mm. are farmers in the Midwest. Oh yeah, who grow corn. Sure. They get them in their field, and they're next to impossible to get rid of. Right. And they don't want them blinding up their corn and messing up their combines and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So if you're growing corn, don't grow morning glories anywhere <laughs> on the property. <laughs> <clears throat> the seeds will find their way. They will. They absolutely will. <clears throat> and they're That's pretty hard seed. I th- they probably will go through compost and not be ready to germinate. Oh, I'll bet. Until yeah. you throw them out in the vegetable garden. Well, we have open lines. We do. I, we're just going to sit here and have dead silence. How's that? You know, I haven't, I haven't picked my nose today yet, so I'll do that. <laughs> and, I, and I sorted all my socks this morning, so I don't need to do that. 303-477-2473. Yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, maybe, maybe I can come up here with, uh, with another one of these Farmer's Almanacs things. Ah, uh, dear, 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 dear. I wonder if you have tried this, <clears throat> Keith, because I know you've grown these in the past. Store your winter squash and pumpkins under your bed. <clears throat> my winter squash are going to be way too big to store under uh, my bed. Oh, you they must be huge then. Uh, we, uh, we're, all, we're getting uh, to the time of year when we just mentioned that the Christmas stuff is in Hobby Lobby. And, oh, yeah. And other places. Yeah. <laughs> already. God. There's got to be a year when they're just going to have Christmas available year-round. I think Hobby Lobby does. <laughs> okay. I don't think they take it all down. Yeah. So but they had trees up <coughs> when I was in there just the other day. Here? Oh, I didn't say that out loud, did I? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> you were just passing by looking That's right. through That's the right. windows. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, what, this is for Turkey Day in November. <laughs> it has it listed here for the 24th. When is it? Doesn't even have when Thanksgiving is, huh? What good is this book anyway? <clears throat> according to folklore, if you suspect that your turkeys are bewitched, <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and Casely in the garden, in the grocery store, <laughs> there's a bewitched pile, and then there's the ordinary pile. <laughs> if so, you want to throw a handful of salt onto your fire. Okay. That'll get rid of the be- that of, of the witches. <laughs> do, do you have to determine this bewitchment before you? I, before you I don't know. Them? It doesn't. Do they act kind funny? Of details. Do they do funny Jeez. little dances or something <clears throat> out in the in the barnyard? And here's one. Uh, if you want a, another cure for hiccups, folklore advises you to pant like pant like a dog. It must work because I've never seen a dog with hiccups. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, my dog has hiccups. Oh, really? Yes, my dog will get. Well, hiccups. tell him to pant. Typically, in the middle of the night while he's laying up against me, <clears throat> and he gets these hiccups. <laughs> You sure you're not dreaming that? I'm sure. All Wakes right. me up. <clears throat> if birds drops, if a, if bird droppings land on you, it is said that good luck will come your way. Remember that day. Yeah, that's over a sign of good luck, <laughs> isn't it? If I ever heard one. <laughs> you remember that day over over in the other, in the former station out in the parking lot? We were standing talking, <laughs> and, and a Canada goose flew over. And right on my shoulder, <laughs> there it was. <laughs> I don't remember if I had good luck the rest of that day or not. I don't know either. Oh dear, dear, dear. Oh, this is a uh, this you want to keep in mind. Should you go <clears throat> where there's malaria? <clears throat> a cure for malaria is to place a toad under a pot and walk around it three times. Ooh, you'll be cured. That's see, pretty cool. See, this is a, you gave me a pretty good book here. I guess Good so. information, absolutely. Hey, I grew <coughs> something this year I've never grown before what? in my vegetable garden. Cucamelons. Yeah, I've heard of them. My daughter-in-law asked me to grow them. <laughs> You've had her over since, have you not? Yes, and, and, and she harvested, I, th- I think there were four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're, they're smaller than a marble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're little things. I... I Taste tested a few. <coughs> um, not something that I would choose yeah. to eat. And it takes up a lot of space to yeah. get these tiny little, tiny little <laughs> fruits that look like watermelons and taste like cucumbers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay. But apparently they're very trendy right now. I've, I've known about them for years. Really? <clears throat> I think I've tasted ones. I mean, I've been there, done that. I'm, that's enough. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Cucumbers are better. <clears throat> I even grew Malabar spinach once. In oh, the yeah? Garden. Yeah. Is I'm that not, the same as New Zealand spinach? No, it's, it's it, totally unrelated. Oh, okay. Different. I think a different family altogether. It grows, it's a vine. And so is New Zealand. Vine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I've <clears throat> been there, done that. That was enough. What are you going to do? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to grow the cucumbers. <clears throat> Actually, you know, my daughter-in-law came over once and got some and hasn't been back. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got these vines yeah. that are taking up all this space and nobody wants to eat them. Yeah, there, there's a message there. There is a message there. <laughs> Get your own garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. All right, enough of that. We should go out and take a call. What time is it? It's 8.11. It's, oh, okay, it's 8.11. All right, we can go talk to Pat out in Aurora about her peach tree. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Um, is there any way you can start a, a, another tree with just planting the seed, or what can you do with it? Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you can plant another tree. That's how 
peaches are started for the most part. Well, I know I've planned them before, but they never get did much good. But somebody was saying that you uh, there's a seed inside the seed that you, that causes them to grow. Uh, kind of like yes, we all know what peach tree pits or peach fruit pits yeah. are. Well, there's the seed that actually germinates is inside that. Oh, that's what it is. <clears throat> yeah, okay. but but you plant the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you don't plant it inside. You have to plant it outside yeah. where, where it goes through a winter. Oh. Uh, I have a tree. It, got, it must be 20-some <laughs> more years old, and it just had a bumper crop this year. Yeah. But I couldn't get anybody to help me to thin it out, so a lot of the peaches the squirrels got. Yeah, yeah. well, but thinning out won't stop the squirrels. It'll just no, make it the won't. remaining peaches a little bit bigger. Yeah, well, it made them a lot bigger, but the, yeah. these were good peaches. But then uh, when is the best time to thin them? Uh, would be sh- not too long after they set fruit in the spring. About the time they're marble size. Yeah, about marble size. Oh, about marble size. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I thought. That's quite I've early. for years, but yeah. then uh, this year just didn't get them done. But anyway, that's all you do with the seed is just plant it out there. Yeah, and- but uh, keep this in mind that okay. the peach is probably the one you have now, and every peach that's sold in the garden center is a result of selection over decades uh-huh. I mean, decades of selecting and throwing out like 99.99% of everything that grows from seed to so that you, the buyer, gets the very best peach. Now, if you grow things from seed, you're back to <laughs> 99.99% of just being junk. Oh. So it's good. really not worth it if you are serious about growing peaches for you know, edibility and pies and, and, and uh, all that good stuff. And hardiness. <clears throat> it's better just go buy a tree. It is. <laughs> yeah, really, because yeah. now you're buying something that you know is going to be good. Yeah. And will oh. be hardy in our climate. Not, yeah. you know, peaches you buy in the grocery store, they may have come from California for all I know. Oh, and, and not from uh, Palisade? Well, it could be Palisade. Could be Palisade. Uh, various times a year, they come from various parts of, of the world. Uh, oh. You know, Georgia has good peaches, but I guarantee you they're not growing the same trees that they are growing in Palisade. Well, that's true. So, Well, I was just kind of wondering if it would do any good to, yeah. to maybe start one and see well, what it does just yeah. to try it. Yeah, it, It's a fun thing to do, and now you're going to uh-huh. have to wait uh, like 10 years before you get any peaches. Oh, well, gee. <laughs> and then, and then at, at that year that you harvest that peach 10 years down the road, you may chomp out and say, this is terrible. Well, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> you have to well, remember I, back to the Garden Wise guy said, yeah, I told you so. You can call us back and say, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can do that. <laughs> well, I just kind of thought maybe I'd give it a try, but right. maybe I'll just get me yeah, My tree's doing good. I don't need another one yet. Okay. So I'll just keep babying this one along. There you and, go. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for your help. I you appreciate bet. it. You okay, bet. Bye. All right. So, and that holds true for any fruit and tree. Any fruit tree, yes. You can, the, you can grow them from seed, but you're putting a lot of time and effort into it, and your results may be not what you expected. Yeah. And all the trees that you buy, <coughs> the fruit trees that you buy, they're not started from seed. No. They no. are grafted from yeah, known grafted. varieties. Yep. So every red delicious apple is going to be the same from one nursery to the next, from one tree to the next that you buy. They'll all Although be. there are l- many 
varieties of red delicious. Yes, there are. Uh-huh. I, I checked one time, and, and uh, somebody had counted up like 55 varieties of red. Oh, good grief. Red delicious that either are on the market or are now growing in orchards. Yeah. But again, all grown yeah. from uh, stock plants, <coughs> not yeah. from seed. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> I, I warn people that <clears throat> should they <clears throat> badmouth Red Delicious because they're, you know, and fill in the blank. They're not tasty enough. They're not juicy enough. They taste dry they, 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 compared to other apples. Well, keep in mind that you, you may have not tasted the right red delicious apple and and boy i've had red (coughs) delicious apples straight off the tree they're amazing oh yeah absolutely they are juicy 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 nice and sweet crisp Um, and crunchy crisp and crunchy yeah yeah but you know after they've been in storage for lord knows how many weeks or months yep and before you buy them it could be months Mm -hmm. lots can happen and by the way that's part of the selection process they have to store well. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, they don't make it onto no, the market. No, they, they don't market. They don't make it into the. At well, least for store. the commercial growers. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Now for the home yeah, growers. Yeah, backyard. You know, plant what you want. Right. Because you're going to take it off the tree and eat it. You're not going to store it in your refrigerator for six months. Oh, you can't. You got to throw no. them under, under high carbon dioxide, low yeah. oxygen. I think yeah. it is. Yep. They do all. They manipulate the environment completely. Not only yep. the temperatures, but the the actually composition of the air. Yep. Which I don't think you can do in your refrigerator. Not easily. At least not on purpose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. We've got, uh, why don't we take our first break now, Sean? And then we'll come back and we'll talk to Bob in Aurora about his tomatoes and share in Littleton about grass. We haven't had a grass question <clears throat> today at all, and that usually is our most popular subject is grass. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's because our spring rains uh, left people with some pretty good-looking grass, and mm-hmm. now it's starting to dry out and look uh, not so good. Shabby? Yeah, shabby. So anyway, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back uh, to answer those questions and anything else you want to pose us at the following number, 303-477-2473, all of which occurs right here on Legends 810. Well, hello, Mrs. Johnson. Nice to see you again. What's that you have in the bag? It's, it's my tomatoes. Just look at this. The bottom side of all the largest fruit is turning into a nasty brown color. It's gross. My family won't eat these. What am I going to do? Okay, relax, Barbara. Your tomatoes have an easy to fix condition called blossom end rot. And you're right, it's nasty looking, but fortunately it's not a disease, just a mild calcium deficiency, which is usually brought on by letting your plants get too dry between waterings. So I'm gonna recommend you start using this Fertilome Yield Booster for tomatoes. This yield booster will supply the extra calcium your plants need to save the rest of your crop. Is it easy to use? I don't want to have to mix anything. You know, it couldn't be easier. Yield Booster comes pre-mixed in this handy trigger sprayer. All you have to do is spray the leaves and fruit weekly for at least three applications, and you'll have bigger, better tomatoes than ever before. Oh, what a relief. Bill, you've made my day. Better give me two of those bottles of Fertilome Yield Booster. I have lots of tomato plants. Find Fertilome Yield Booster at your favorite independent Fertilome retailer, including Wilmore Nursery in Littleton, The Tree Farm in Longmont, Tagawa Gardens in Centennial, Nick's Garden Center in Aurora, Jared's Nursery in Littleton. To find your closest dealer, go to www.fertilome.com. 
Late summer is the time to refresh your garden. At Lafayette Florist Gift Shop and Garden Center, we have what you need. We still have plenty of time for gardening. Stop by and pick up some fall-loving bloomers. Choose from rutabecchia and autumn sedums, which can take the late summer heat and thrive deep into the fall. Here are a few tips. Remove plants that did not make it. Life's too short to look at failing plants. Remove weeds and take care of pests, prune, and deadhead. Then for the fun stuff, get some fresh fall thriving plants to brighten up your landscape. Next, add a fresh layer of mulch to keep the soil cool. And now you can enjoy your garden again. Planting is very rewarding. It's a heart healthy activity that'll give you joy throughout the seasons. You'll sleep better, feel better, and there's a sense of pride in nurturing something that grows. Feel the positive healing power of flowers and plants. Stop by Lafayette Florist Gift Shop and Garden Center. We can help with all your gardening and floral needs. Located in the heart of Lafayette at 600 South Public Road. Call us at 303-665-5555 or visit us online at lafayetteflorist.com. Do you have brown spots in your lawn? It may be a fungus and Fertilome has a solution for that. Fertilome F-Stop is the strongest fungicide available for homeowners to use. For most fungus problems, F-Stop requires only one application, where most of the competing fungicides require two or three applications two weeks apart. Save money and save time with Fertilome F-Stop. If you don't have a spreader and would prefer a spray, use Fertilome F-Stop in the ready-to-spray bottle. Use the product the professionals use. Try Fertilome F-Stop, available at the Tree Farm in Longmont, Nick's Garden Center in Aurora, Jared's Nursery in Littleton. To find your closest dealer, go to www.fertilome.com. Be sure to tell them the Garden Wise Guy sent you. Call into the Fix It Show with your questions about your home Saturday morning at 930. Specializing in heating and cooling problems, legendary hosts Deborah and Adam bring decades of experience and award-winning expertise to their live, interactive Fix-It show. Helping your home weather Colorado's unique climate and temperature swings. You have questions, they have answers. Call into the Fix-It show every Saturday morning from 930 to 1030 on Legends. All right, we are back taking your garden questions. Hey, can you use another cure for hiccups? Yeah, good. I do. Here it is. To cure hiccups, breathe slowly into a paper bag for a few minutes. And in parentheses, it says, discontinue when you feel dizzy. <laughs> and my addendum is, stop altogether if you pass out. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's get out to the phones here. Um, why don't we go to Aurora and talk to Bob about his tomato plants. Good morning, Bob. Bob, you there? Hello, Bob. Hello. Yeah. There you are. Okay, hey, Bob, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I, I bought a uh, tomato plant. I don't remember where it was potted, and it was about a foot and a half tall. And uh, I fertilized it every couple weeks, and I kept it watered uh, pretty well. But the leaves, they just... Turn, turn brown or gray, like they hadn't been watered for a month. Uh huh. And it it kept getting worse all all through the summer. And is this in a pot or is it in the ground? It's in a pot. In a pot, okay. Yeah, pretty good sized pot. All right. 
And what kind of soil did you use? Uh, it was already in the soil. Oh, so it came in. It, you bought it in a pretty good sized pot. Yeah, or yeah. You have okay. And how how big is that pot? Uh, I wanted to say uh, it's probably about a twelve inch wide. Okay, and how tall is the plant? Uh, about a foot and a half. Oh, that's not very big. When did you buy it? First of summer. Wow, it hasn't grown much at all then, has it? No, huh? Yeah. I, it sounds like it might have been diseased when you bought it. I don't know. Um, but if the leaves are gray and it looks bad and you've been watering it and so forth, do uh, you have it in full sun? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd just toss it at this point. Yeah, There's I, not much saving it at this yeah, point. Yeah, not this time of year. Yeah, Okay. No, I just couldn't figure out why these leaves kept, uh, all through the summer they got worse, and they just, uh, like you say, uh, probably disease or something. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So, okay. Well, thanks for uh, calling, Bob. Uh, thank you. Uh-huh. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah I, boy, a 12-inch pot is a small pot to be growing a tomato in to begin uh, with. Especially if it's one of the even medium-sized tomatoes. Right. I suppose you could get by with one of those patio tomatoes or those dwarf ones. Yeah, the dwarf ones you could get by. But, you know, yeah. even those put on a lot of roots. They do. They do. So, but, the, you know, the gray foliage, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound healthy. No. Uh, and this time of year, if your tomatoes really aren't doing I'm not doing well. I'm not sure there's anything you can do now. It's, we're looking at frost not that far away. Can you believe that? Next week is September. Shh. I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that either. God. September already. Sit and reflect on that. <clears throat> what have you gotten accomplished this year? Was it everything you thought you would? <laughs> My answer is no. No, not even close. I'm still working on spring projects from last year. Yeah. I, I was supposed to have a pond completed <clears throat> by the end of May, and I haven't even put a shovel in the ground yet. I don't even I don't even want to start telling you what the things I have planned and didn't get done, and I, and I sit there in the porch and you know I have a cup of coffee or something, so I look out and think, oh God, I haven't gotten to that yet either. You know we're we're getting to the age, Jim, where we have to hire people <laughs> to do our jobs. <laughs> well, I've already told my wife that should I go first, <clears throat> move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just too much stuff, and it's gonna go, gonna go bad too quickly. Well, yeah, my wife isn't working the yard at all. <clears throat> yeah, so I could only imagine what it would happen in my yard. I mean, you got Move, <laughs> sell the house while it looks good. <laughs> Don't yeah, wait until yeah, it goes turns yeah. into an overgrown jungle. That's right. But uh, I know I started a project. I was telling Jim about. I was I'm using some landscape timber, some four by six inch. Uh, eight-foot-long landscape timbers to build a box, uh, a raised planter, only two timbers tall, <clears throat> on the east side of my house, and it's all gravel, under uh. which <clears throat> is several layers of black plastic. And I'm, I, I've been looking at this project all summer, and I think, well, I've got the timbers now. It's too late to turn back. <laughs> <laughs> Firewood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So I started on it yesterday because I, I just 
was debating with, is this something I can physically handle? Turns out I can physically handle it a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time, yeah. With a chair nearby. <coughs> yes. <laughs> and a cold drink. And a cold drink. Exactly right. In the shade. <coughs> and I, I did manage to get three timbers in <coughs> yesterday. That's after I did a bunch of other projects around the yard trying to procrastinate getting started yeah, on this box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> oh, look, that needs to be done. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, that needs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, <clears throat> okay, there's nothing left for me that really needs to be done. I guess I better start on this or forever hold my peace or hire somebody. And I, I told my wife, I said, I, I refuse to hire somebody to do this project that I think I should be able to do. Yeah. Of course, my mind says I'm 35. And my body says I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's move on, shall we? Um, why don't we go out and talk to Cher in Littleton about her grass question? Good morning, Cher. Good morning. How are you guys? I'm Good. Fine. Um, I have two weeping mulberry trees. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My tree guys were a little late getting out here to trim the, you know, where they cut, it comes down at the bottom. Right. And it was still it was down to the ground. Okay, around the trees, I have bark mulch, the bigger pieces of yes, bark. Yes, uh huh. Um, and I have grass growing up in there because I couldn't crawl in there to get it pulled out before they trimmed the trees. I bought some of this over the top. Yes. And mine says over the top, too. Okay. Guarantee me or help me out here, it will not harm the trees. It right? will not. Okay, all right. I'm I'm a little leery about that, but um, um, and now do I have to move the bark away a little bit? No. When I sp- okay, it'll now, go down through yeah, there. Don't pull the grass. Don't do anything to the grass. Just spray it. Okay, I and guess the, I'm. The weed killer goes in through the leaves of the grass. Okay. Okay. Good. So it's okay. not something that That's goes what into I need the soil. To be assured about. Yeah, it doesn't you know. go into the soil. You don't need to spray it so much that it soil. Okay, because I just don't want to spray this and then kill a tree. So. No. Right. No, you. Okay. Won't. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, and another thing. This over the top I bought. It's Fertilome. I bought it at the very end of last year. Uh-huh. Is it still good? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It'll okay. have about a four-year shelf life at your house. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thanks for calling, Cher. We love uh, you, too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. We should have added, Cher, that when you do spray it on your grass, do not expect the grass to do anything for about a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, it'll just sit there looking green like nothing Yeah, happened. you'll think, oh, boy, it didn't work. It's working. It just takes time to show you that it's working. Yeah, it does. It does take time. It's a slow yeah. process, but but it worked every time I've used it. Every time. So, uh, before we go to the next caller, I'm, let me. I have only a few more here in my in my uh, old farmer's almanac. Uh, and, uh, with the idea of going through it, <clears throat> figuring out things that are just bunk. They're not true. There's nothing to it. It can't be. And here's one. I don't. I don't think you can argue with this one. Anybody. No okay. year has two summers. Yeah, no, you can't really argue with no, that. No, I guess you can't. And some years, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, uh, speaking of good things, yeah. 
We have Luann on the line right now, wanting to talk she to us is. out at Sagawa Gardens. That is a record-setting <clears throat> nice segue. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I usually just brace myself. That was, <laughs> that was very pleasant. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, I, first question my, is from me to you guys. When, when did gardening become such a guilt-ridden hobby? <laughs> guilt-ridden? <laughs> guilt-ridden yeah. in terms of what? Of all the things you meant to do and didn't. Oh, that, oh. that guilt. Well, for me, that started. I I I, I checked the calendar. I started about sixty-two years ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you had your birth birth certificate right there. I'll hand yeah. you. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and see, I, I I don't have kids to blame it on anymore. You know, it, it used to be. You know, well, I just had to deal with the kids. <clears throat> I yeah. couldn't get to it. But yeah. uh, no, yeah. that does that's not an excuse anymore. And work isn't an excuse anymore. And <laughs> you know, there's just no excuses anymore. So. Yeah, but but. Gardening between naps is, is tough. <laughs> it, is, you know? it is. It is. <laughs> it makes it harder. Well, good morning and how you do and, and all good things. And I, too, I love September, but I'm not really ready for it. But, you know, yep. it goes. my favorite month, personally. Is it really? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. The weather's nice. Nights are good sleeping weather. Uh, flowers are, you know, until the frost hits, which I believe I did a, a Zoom class last week. We were talking about, you know, planting cold veggies, cold-tolerant veggies. And I believe the first... <laughs> Uh, average frost in in our area is right around October seventh, ish. That's yeah. That's what I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of a lot of good stuff to happen. But that's the af- that's average. Exactly. And my husband looked it up, and this year the uh, National Weather Service is predicting a bit later. But who knows? You know. Oh, I like that prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then stick with it. Okay. Until <laughs> it's forced out of your little white knuckled hands. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Well, then we can blame your husband. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. so many things. He's a good guy. Um, so I am here to announce that we are officially into Gowa's fall planting sale period window. Um, so as so often happens, we have a whole lot of things on sale. We have – go ahead. I heard a breath. Do you have a question? I, I, well, I'm, I, I'm waiting with that. That was baited breath, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did see the hook and lure. Yeah, I get it. Um, our trees and shrubs are 40% off. Our perennials remain 40% off, and believe it or not, we're still getting shipments of perennials. What? Yeah, we got beautiful, beautiful mums in just this week. That's Gorgeous. crazy talk. Are they on sale, too? You betcha. They're per- yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we also have uh, 50% off roses, and I think I indicated a week or two ago that Richard, our crazy rose man, uh, brought in 200 new roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, has, has the health department stopped by any time lately? Because there's something wrong with you people. Oh, but it's good wrong. <laughs> you need to good, check your water. Crazy. It's good crazy. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. There's a whole, still a whole lot of color, you know, out there. Um, we have some harvest baskets that I believe are not part of the sale. That and they're somewhat limited supply, but they're gorgeous. They're, I was brought one home yesterday to take some pictures of it. <laughs> And w- duly, duly watered, it weighs about 50 pounds. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> you have to be careful with the wicker basket. But they're, they're really heavy, and they have, the, you know, the rude beckia, the black-eyed Susan, and some, um, maybe some grasses or some that pansies, of course. But they're, they're big and ready to walk out the door, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's practically pansy time now, too, it isn't is, it? It is. We have a lot of pansies. <clears throat> I love pansies. They're happy. No guilt-ridden. No guilt no, there no. with the pansies. Unless they die. <laughs> well, and whose fault would that be, Keith? I blame the dogs. <laughs> My dogs are too short. They can't take the blame for <laughs> contaminating little low-growing pants. 
we still have Palisade peaches. We still have heirloom tomatoes. We have Colorado pears. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I did want to say that this is the last day for Rob Proctor's uh, garden tour. Mm-hmm. He modified his tour, so from 8 to noon today, you can go out to uh, Rob's place with uh, he and David and their cat mouse do a, a fine job of creating kind of an eye-popping garden, and they don't have a sprinkler system. It's all hand. So if you want to be humbled, if you if you need some humility, <laughs> go out to Rob and David's garden and go, oh, my gosh, there's no sprinkler. It's all done by hand. But that's I know, the yeah. Day. I, I, the last time I talked to him, mm-hmm. Luann, I said, how many pots do you have back in here? Just in the backyard. How many pots are, he said, over 700. Yeah, and they put a storm in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you can talk about crazy, crazy good, good crazy. Yeah. Rob and, yeah. Rob and David are great people. So that runs from 8 to 10 today. A $10 <clears throat> donation is recommended, and every penny goes to the Denver Dumb Friends League. Great. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. So we would love to see you. Come get your cold, hearty veggies. Come get your, um, what else, what else? Uh, bah, 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 bah. Ornamental, oh, yeah, ornamental cabbages. I counted 12 different varieties. Oh, man. Oh, my. Yeah, so those are fun. And pansies, of course, happy little smiling pansies. Yeah. So you can come see us at Tagawa Gardens. We are 7711 South Parker Road. That is one mile south of Arapahoe Road. All the details, Rob's information for his garden tour, and everything on sale is at Hey, before you go, yes, send sir. send our kudos to that young lady who wrote that full page uh, oh, article for the Denver Post. You like that? That's our Lindsay. She's the yeah. head of Denver Outreach. And, yeah, yeah. She, she's she's a pretty good writer. She's amazing. You met her? I did. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, she's she's a a wonder woman. Yeah, keep her. Yeah, we have every intention. She's a of keeper. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's amazing. So hats off to Lindsay. Thank you. I will yeah. definitely pass that off. All right. So Tagawa Gardens open today from <coughs> 10 to 5, 9 to 6 to, um, uh, no, tomorrow. Hello, start that over. Today opened 9 to 6, which is our Monday through Saturday schedule, 10 to 5 tomorrow. Come see us. We still have fun stuff. And check out my big my big uh, raised bed, my galvanized raised bed that I planted for the Zoom class last week. It's got a little bit of everything in there. It's more of an arrangement as we did it. It's not practical necessarily for you know <laughs> massive harvest. But boy, is it pretty. Yeah. It's going to be great fun to watch it grow in, and that's over by the pansies. All right, buddies. Okay. Take care, my friends. Stay cool. Sunscreen still apply. Oh, man. You're not my I'm, mom. I, well, no, I'm not, but no. <laughs> it's like I have to live with you every other Saturday. So. <laughs> so, so Thanks, Luann. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> She's a hoot. She is. Yeah. I'm wondering whether we should start a dumb plants league. Dumb, just for dumb plants, <laughs> or for dumb gardeners? <laughs> no, d- dumb as in like dumb friends league. Oh, you mean they can't talk? Yeah. I see. They're quiet. Yeah. Can we use that term anymore? I don't know. I think so. I, 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 I you know, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm Fair. thinking about it, thinking. Uh, typically, it's a derogatory term, but it has other meanings. Exactly. But that doesn't seem to matter anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm biting my lip. <laughs> it's whatever that other person thinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to get in any more trouble than I'm already in here. Uh, let me uh, drop this on you. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I've had this happen to me, but uh, I think this is wrong. A swarm of bees in June is worth a silver spoon. I don't think that's true at all. I've seen swarms of bees in June. 
I, I don't remember getting a silver spoon. No, not at all. And 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 what's this other one here? I don't, I don't have very many left. Oh, this is one I like. If you can't fall asleep, try yawning. Keep on yawning until you feel sleepy. I think that one is true. Because if you yawn long enough, you will eventually fall asleep. Or you could just sit there long enough, and you will eventually fall asleep. <laughs> now, that it makes more sense right there. <laughs> it does. All right. And I have only one more. Oh, no. I guess I don't have any more. There's an advertisement in the middle of this, and I didn't think I'd ever see this. You can get a free bonus gift. A free bonus Yeah, there gift? we go. <laughs> Three words in a row there that all mean about the same thing. Yeah. Just to make sure that you got the idea. All right, and that does it. Okay, it's time you to take a break. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, okay. Time to take a break, and then we'll come back and talk to Mark in Littleton about a blue spruce. And Vilma, oh, we haven't heard from Vilma for not. a long time, uh, <clears throat> about uh, Japanese beetles. And I don't want to hear about those, so we may, have, may not go out and talk with her at all. But we will talk with everybody else if you want to give us a call. There's time, 303-477-2473 right here on Legends 810. It's like the difference between soft, gentle rain and a monsoon. That's how I compare the effect of a Dram Rain wand on plants to the hard blast of a typical spray nozzle attachment to your garden hose. Water flows through 400 tiny holes in the Dram Rain wand's soft shower nozzle to bathe and refresh your plants, not damage them or wash away soil. Its handy reach handle has a 60 degree bend and conveniently extends to more distant garden rows and hanging baskets. And there's a fingertip shutoff valve. No wonder professional growers in the greenhouses and nurseries use DRAM watering tools. Today, there are imitators, but nothing matches the superior quality of the original, invented over 50 years ago. They're simply the best. Dram watering tools are available at Tagawa Gardens, Nick's Gardens, Jared's Garden Center, and Lafayette Florist and Greenhouse. Summer savings is in the air at Nick's Garden Center and Farmer's Market. Take 30% off trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials, ornamental grasses, vines, and roses. Now is the time to plant, and we have a great selection. Our friendly and knowledgeable staff is here to help you design that beautiful garden you've always wanted. Planting and delivery are available. The time is ripe at our Farmer's Market. It's loaded with Colorado peaches, homegrown sweet corn and tomatoes, Rocky Ford cantaloupes, and lots more. Chili roasting is in full swing choose from mild medium hot and extra hot varieties from pueblo and hatch we are located two blocks north on Iliff on chambers road in aurora also visit us at nicksgardencenter.com all right we're back we're taking your garden questions right here on legends 810 all right let's get out to the phones we've got mark waiting to talk to us out in littleton good morning mark Yes, uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, we've got a 30-foot uh, Colorado blue spruce that uh, we feel needs to be taken out. We've certainly enjoyed it through the years, but it's uh, gotten to a point where it's taking over the yard and it's well above the height of the house. With our high winds in the winter, we're concerned about you know the, the liability issues. So mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could recommend a, a pre-service to get, take that out for us and do the stump grinding and so on. 
Yeah, we typically recommend uh, stump removal and daughter. Okay. And I'm looking up the phone number right now. I have it already. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? I am. 303-246-6891. Terrific. All right. Thanks very much. You'll, Anything you'll else do a good, you'll do a good job for you. Yeah, tell them that yeah, you heard good. about it on the show here, and, and they'll take good care of you. <laughs> Great. All right. Thank you both. You betcha. Thanks for calling. I have to make one note that I learned yesterday because it's been two years since I've been down to this place. Aspen Grove, little shopping center on Mm -hmm. South South Santa Fe at about Mineral. Mineral, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Drove by it yesterday, and their entryway into the shopping center is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, it is really gorgeous. <clears throat> and uh, we later on went back into the shopping center, and they have these big planters all up and down uh, their sidewalk, mm-hmm. big ones, overflowing with just color. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. And plantings out in the parking lot. And my question is, why can't other shopping centers do this? I'll guarantee you people will come back just to see that. Yeah. Yeah, they do a phenomenal and job. I'm sure I wish I knew the company that took uh, care of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure it costs money to do that, <clears throat> but that's you know that's part of marketing, I think. Uh, advertising, advertising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous uh, people. If you're if you're going south on Santa Fe, uh, at about Mineral, <clears throat> look to your right, and you'll see this entryway into this Aspen Grove shopping center. Um, pull in and just drive around through there, and you can pull out the backside and get, get back on Santa Fe. No big problem. Um, gorgeous. And then you, and then go to your local shopping center, whatever it happens to be, and make a comparison in your mind. I hate going to ours now just because of that. Because ours is just, it's just terrible. It's just a blank sheet. Yeah. I, with uh, there's a good lousy one. plants growing. There's a good one here in Centennial, um, South Glen. They do a really nice job. I've always admired what the way yeah. they do they, their entries, their hanging basket, n- massive hanging baskets, and planter beds all throughout. They do a really nice job. I, yeah. I wish I knew the companies that were involved with that. I, if anybody knows, <coughs> you know, let us know. I'd like to, to find out who they are. Because they're, they're definitely and, and talented. Re- and recommend them to every other shopping center in the entire metro area. Yeah, exactly. Because jeepers, grapers. I just drove by, and it wasn't a shopping center, but it was a business where they had just sheared down all the um, Russian sage. <laughs> damn things. You don't want those damn things blooming. No. <laughs> they were beautiful round <laughs> balls. Oh, God. Oh God! Yeah, just it should be outlawed. Uh, on our way down to, to our final destination, we passed Aspen Grove, as I just mentioned, but also passed the entryway to Hudson Gardens. Oh yeah, and you know that that it was pretty, uh-huh. but Aspen Grove far surpassed that. Yeah, you'd have to go into Hudson Gardens to see the amazing jaw-dropping displays. Yeah, but uh, anyway, um, <coughs> I think you scared away Vilma. I, uh, Velma, please call back. She was calling about Japanese beetles. Yeah. We'll so talk we might as well talk, talk about it a little bit right now before <laughs> we go talk to Sean. Um, oh. 
Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's about that time of year when the adult Japanese Beatles are finishing their party time and are getting ready to lay eggs for next year's grubs. And typically that is done in your lawn grass, in your turf. But it can also be done in your perennials, um, anywhere you're really, anywhere you're irrigating, where there's moist soil. That's where they can (coughs) lay their eggs or will lay their eggs. So typically it's in turf. Yeah. And so uh, there's, there's a window coming up now through, I don't know, early October or so that you can put down a grub product. And there are a number of them out there. Uh, they're typically granular. You put it down with the fertilizer spreader and irrigate it in so it gets down into the soil where the grubs are going to be. And that will take care of next year's Japanese beetles, which is a nice thing, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a nice thing. And there are, <coughs> there are um, synthetic or traditional grub killer products on the market. And then there are organic uh, products that target only scarab beetle grubs, which is what a Japanese beetle is. As a, it was one of the scarab type beetles. And um, that particular product, as something I just wanted to mention, is called Grub Gone. Not grub be gone, but just grub gone. And you'll find it only in the garden centers. You won't find it in the big box stores or the grocery store or anything like that. You'll find it only in the garden centers. It's a natural product. You put it down with a fertilizer spreader, water it in. It works for two to three months. So putting it down now is ideal because the, the, the adults are starting to lay eggs now. And that will remove all the grubs. It'll take care of all the grubs that would be come next year's adults. This is a perfect time for that. And who doesn't like killing Japanese beetles? I wish they could scream. <coughs> At least you could hear your... Yeah, they, they, they may actually do that, but our, our hearing is not such... That's that true. That's true. Maybe, maybe your dogs can't, because they can hear lots of stuff we can't. My dogs are goofy. <laughs> they bark at the fireplace. <laughs> I've decided that the fireplace is some sort of <coughs> supernatural vortex in uh, our living room, and they can see dead people. They there. can see dead people. <laughs> My cat likes our registers on our furnace. We, oh, yeah. we have air circulating throughout the house during the day. And he comes into the room, and he's bewitched by oh, that yeah. register because there's air coming out, and he uh-huh. feels it or can hear it. And he stands there and stares at it. And then he goes right up to it and smells it. <laughs> okay. And he's, he's done this for months now. Yeah. As if it's a brand new thing every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's in between when he's sleeping on my T-shirts up in my cupboard. Oh, okay. <coughs> and then you get hair on your T-shirts, huh? God. He disappears, and then we have to go around the house finding him. <coughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Why do you have to find him? I, why? We don't know. <laughs> Because it's fun. <laughs> Where is he hiding today? It's a treasure. It hunt. could be in my closet sleeping on top of my shoes. Yeah. I don't get it, but hey, I'm not a cat. <laughs> our, our male dog will lay down on the couch, but he's not cat satisfied with that. He has to span across a gap, oh, eight or ten inches <coughs> wide, mm-hmm. to the ottoman. So his oh. back half is on the couch, <laughs> and his... Sometimes it's just his front chin 
is on the ottoman. <laughs> He's going to break his, in half his, one day. His legs dangle down between. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that can't be comfortable. Yeah, really. That can't be. Um, we do have another caller on the line. Let's go out and talk to Sean <laughs> on line four. Good morning, Sean. Thanks for calling the Ask the Garden Wise Guys. Hello, Sean. I don't hear anybody, Sean. Oh, hello. Hey, good morning. Is this Mr. Uh, Keith Funk? This is Mr. Keith Funk, along with Mr. Jim Borland. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Okay. Good, good. Hey, Keith, it's, uh, it's actually John. John lives from Phylum. Oh, uh, John. Oh, okay. I, I don't have that name up here. Um, well, how are you doing, John? I'm doing good. We I'm were just talking good, about your product. Boy, I uh, I was listening in, and uh, you you nailed it. Now's a now's a really good time to uh, lay down some controls to uh, try to control those newly hatched grubs. That's exactly right. They're easy to kill when they're little babies. That's right. Yeah, those uh, they're called first in stars. They're the easiest grub to kill for all the products, actually. And uh, and uh, I was thinking about giving you a call this week uh, or today because. Uh, I did receive a couple calls out of Denver uh, this week, and it dawned on me that I uh, still need to do a little bit better messaging about the fall applications. Uh, folks are wondering what to do uh, with their uh, extra beetle gone product uh, that they uh, they had bought and they had sprayed for adult beetles, and then, uh, then they saw the beetles disappear here in the last week, and they said, well... Um, you probably uh, were able to control a number of them, and then uh, the ones that uh, got away, they probably dove down into your turf and around your uh, your perennials, your flowers, uh, just just like what you just just described. And uh, and uh, I was uh, advising these folks instead of uh, you know storing storing even the beetle gum product uh, over the winter. To go ahead, if if they had a, a bad infestation, to go ahead and spray it. You can spray that beetle gum product on turf and uh, ground spray it around your flowers and, and bushes where you saw the beetles, and, and control control the the little grubs, uh, newly hatched grubs, with the beetle gum product as well. So it's a it's a very versatile product. So yeah, along with grub gone, beetle gone controls those uh, larvae as well. Now, do they need to water the the beetle gone in just like you would water the grub gone? That's right. So uh, we, we recommend for the ground spray with the beetle gone about three ounces per gallon spray. So you are automatically, obviously, spraying, uh, irrigating in at the same time. But yeah, a little bit of extra water if you if you have sprinklers or some irrigation. Uh, that's uh, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, that way it would rinse it down off the grass blades and down into the <clears throat> soil. It seems to me That's like right. this fall application for beetle control would be the most effective uh, and of the year because, like, you know, they're, they're going to be small grubs, so they're going to be easier to kill than the grubs that are left over uh, next spring. <clears throat> and, and the small grubs are also easier to kill than the adults, so it seems like for the bang for the buck, the fall application of a, gr- a, a grub a grub control in the fall is the best way to go. Am I am I kind of on target there? You're you're right on target, and it it really is the easiest uh, larvae or grub grub to control because uh, once uh, you move past the next few weeks into let's say mid late September, they start growing into uh, the larger grubs, and then when uh, you know the colder uh, fall. 
temperatures hit, when it gets down to, you know, 55, 50 degrees, the grubs start diving deeper in the soil, and it's just much more difficult to uh, kill them at that point. And then they overwinter and as large grubs, and then they pop out uh, next spring and start wreaking havoc again. And yeah. Turn into the adult beetles, you know, next spring, and the cycle starts over. So, yeah, you're right. It's the, they're very localized right now, and it's going to be the easiest time to control them. Well, let's prevent the havoc for next spring. Let's prevent the havoc by applying this fall. It's only going to help. That's yeah. right. That's right. Doesn't, doesn't help with new ones flying in next spring, but, uh, you know, for the ones that are localized in your yard now, it's a, it's a good time to get them. All right. Well, hey, John, I appreciate the call, and uh, you have a great day. Yeah, you, you two uh, have a great rest of the radio show and a uh, good weekend. All right. Thank All right. you, John. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we're at the end of the show. Is there anything that you need to add, Jim, here? No, I got everything out of the old farmer's almanac. <clears throat> There's nothing more to uh, – if everybody out there is thinking about buying one of those, well, you don't have to anymore because I just went over everything of, port- of importance in there. Including hiccup rec- recommendations <laughs> like important. spitting under a rock. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you for listening and participating in the show. As always, keep that shovel sharp and be careful where you dibble. You can find us after we get the heck out of here on podbean.com to hear this show and others. Facebook will get you to our show as well and others. And in case you didn't get enough, tomorrow, Sunday from 6 and 8 p.m., we're going to do this all over again. But we're going to be virtual. We're actually somewhere else in the world. Only our voices will be here. That's right. So you can listen to the show, but you can't call in. So if you have any more questions didn't get answered this week, save them up. Call in next week, and we will answer them then. And uh, we'll even repeat a few questions if, if you want to do that. So have a good weekend. We'll see you next week on Legends 810. The preceding program is sponsored by JK Communications.